You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode 51. If I'm doing, you know, this many deals with only four hours, you know, a day into it, I could only imagine what I can do with, you know, eight hours or, you know, whatever, focusing most of my time into it and getting those results. So this is game changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome to another episode here on Wholesaling Inc., powered by Investor Grit. My name is Cody Hoffheim. And today we're going to deliver a Madhouse podcast with Renee Martinez. Mr. Renee Martinez is from Dallas, Texas. He's been wholesaling since January of 2015. Actually became a member of the tribe in October 2015. And so he's going to kind of share his experience as a wholesaler, what he's been able to accomplish. Something that's unique about Renee that's Going on continually is he has a full-time job with corporate America and he still finds time to do this on the side and do it very successfully. So he's going to share some uh, tips and secrets, but the deep dive deal that he's going to share today, get ready with a pen and pad of paper because he's going to share some gold nuggets going to be absolutely imperative to write down. It sounds so silly, but how many of us really do what he's going to share so get ready. Let's bring on Mr. Renee Martinez. Renee, how you doing, my buddy? <sighs> That's all the people <laughs> screaming. That's and people in cheering. Dallas, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, Cody, I'm doing fine, man. How are you? Doing well. So kind of fill in the gaps. Maybe share people a little bit of who you are, what you do, and maybe a little bit about corporate America and what you do, and then <laughs> how you found success in wholesaling, doing it uh, part time. Sure, man. Again, Renee Martinez. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Currently, I'm a I'm an accountant, and yeah, man. I, I this think should give the- hope, by the way, to a lot of people <laughs> out there. Because if an accountant can do this, my man, exactly. I'm telling you, anyone can do this. Is this is this yeah. not the case? I know. I mean, it's. I, I don't. I don't know why more people aren't doing this, but <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no sales experience, no formal, you know, anything other than you know counting beans and you know looking at spreadsheets all day and yeah doing doing quite well for myself i guess perfect so you started wholesaling january 215 what kind of turned you on to wholesaling in the first place when you when you started wholesaling sure um my family uh actually my brother and my and my uh my father they have a uh, a flipping business and uh you know just kind of poking around and, and seeing what they were up to and, and, you know, the, the lack of a deal flow basically that, you know, that they kind of had going on. So I was like, well, you know, I, I, maybe I can market and, you know, feed them deals. And then it, it, it just progressed from there. So with that being said, do you feed them a majority of your deals or no? Do you feed this to whatever cash buyer mm-hmm. wants it? No, no, no. It's uh, it's it's highest and best always. <laughs> you even have to tell dad and brother. Sorry, you oh, were the yeah. highest bidder. Oh yeah, because I'm like, hey, you know, I, I'm get out of my pocket because you know we're 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 trying to make it over here. Perfect. 
Perfect, perfect. That was uh, that was a scary question. I was waiting for the answer. I was like, man, is he selling to one cash buyer? This is oh, a train no, wreck. Oh, no, 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 not at all, not at all, man. I love it. I love it. Now, how's that relationship every Christmas when you go and meet with your family like, you <laughs> dirtbag? You could have sold me 10 well, deals. So, you know what? I mean, you know, there, there's been there's been some deals where, you know, they'll go and they'll take a look at it. And, and my I mean, you know, I know my dad. My dad's a uh you know, he's, he's a haggler. He likes haggling. So, and I'm like, look, dad, it's, it's highest and best. Tell me what you, you know, what the highest is and, and, you know, we'll kind of move, move it along. And so, you know, he'll tell me his high and then I'll be like, look, you know, I already have. Like, <laughs> Dude, I'm over here smiling, thinking, <laughs> holy smokes, this conversation would absolutely kill me if I had to do this with my dad. And, but you uh, managed to and, do it. And, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, you know, he's like, oh, all right, well, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, go with that guy. And then I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and, you know, then, you know, obviously I, you know, I signed the contract or whatever and they're like, oh, well, wait, I'll, you know, I'll go ahead and take it. And I'm like, dude, you're too late, you know, but, but that's, yeah, that's, that's, does that's he buy how- you a Christmas gift every year? <laughs> Yeah, no. So it's uh, it's no no love lost though. You know, we 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 know that it's it's you know it's business it's numbers, and it's numbers. All right. Exactly. Okay, so you quickly. Well, I I should say quickly. You started this in January 2015. You kind of <laughs> learned your way through it, bulldozed kind of your own trails versus following some of the trails. How many deals did you do in the time of let's say what about? 10 months maybe between the time between uh, when you started and when you actually got like a mentor and joined the program. Yeah. Well, I will tell you that even, even before this whole thing, you know, I mean, it, it kind of how you said you, you, you kind of want to, you know, do it on your own and, and be a cheapskate and not really, <laughs> you know, pay somebody to learn from and, and all that kind of stuff. And so it literally took me nine months of just basically blowing through money, you know, wasting leads, having, you know, my phone calls go through uh, Google Voice and of course no follow-up system. I mean, it was just a complete train wreck. Um, <laughs> but were you able to pull deals out during that time? No, I wasn't. I actually had to hire a mentor, uh, an initial mentor uh, to at least kind of get me in in the vicinity right because i mean it it was it was it was completely just uh utter disaster okay um and just with the little bit that i I was able to pick up i I was able to do two deals uh the two deals kind of were you know just barely making it i i I actually netted five thousand from each one of them and then i was cover your costs of no took to get okay so really no net there's still a net net. loss yeah i mean it was it was gross i guess ten thousand dollars but i spent you know far more um sending out yellow letters you know buying lists at you know, ridiculous, ridiculous prices. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, man, I mean, I I mean, obviously I actually, I lost like at at the end of the year, like $3,000, you know, from that. But obviously that was one of the main motivational, I don't know, kind of events that pushed me towards, you know, Tom Crow, you and, you know, the, the wholesaling Inc. Cool. Cool. And since then, what have you done? So October 2015 till let's say March 2017, what has that been looking like? Oh, man. It's definitely, you know, ups and downs just because, 
you know, as you mentioned before, I, I do have a full time job. So, uh, you know, sometimes things that someone who could be focusing on, you know, full time is a little bit more consistent with sure. it. Whereas, you know, with the job, you know, I kind of have a VA who's handling a lot of the, the back end stuff, but, you know, I, I can't outsource uh, myself as of yet. So I have to do all the appointments and sure. the negotiating and that kind of stuff. Double time, my man, wearing all the that's hats. Right. So, But that's, that's right. okay. But you're making it work. And you've probably done in the – I think we talked a little bit earlier, ballpark of 15 to 20 deals maybe in the last year and some change. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. So let's deep dive. Let's go right into the deep dive section of this podcast and let's go in and I know we've already talked about it. So let's kind of go through like a recent deal that you've done, but it's also been your favorite deal. And I'm telling Rhino Nation now, like get ready because some of these things are so simple. Anyone can do it, but not everyone does this. So get ready for how simple this approach is that he got this this deal from and you can replicate this and implement this instantly in your wholesaling business today and I promise you results will happen. This is living proof. He's going to share exactly how simple it can be when it comes to uh, uh, wholesaling and just implementing different strategies that if you're not capitalizing on all these little moments, you're missing out on a lot of opportunities and this one would have cost him a lot of money had he not capitalized in this simplistic way. So kind of break it down and tell us what it looks like. And let's go right from the top, my man. Sure. So this one is is definitely my favorite because it's the uh, the biggest one I've done. And this one actually came in from – it was a, a mailer that I had sent out from the – a high equity list. And Was this like a postcard, a Yelp it was, it was a It was a postcard. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, the, the tribe's – the secret tribe postcard secret sauce. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, so uh, it was the uh, the tribe's postcard, uh-huh. and the lady had called. She was uh, I don't know. She was she was asking to be you know to be removed from our list, and I just so happened to kind of I don't know want to prolong the you know the the conversation between her and I and and uh, and and just kind of build rapport a little bit. And, you know, she we talked for a little bit and then she said, oh, OK, well, you know, I have to go. And I said, oh, you know, just just out of curiosity or coincidence, you know, do you know anybody who, who might be interested in selling their house? Obviously, you're not, but somebody else who might be. And there was a long pause. And then she said, duh, my boyfriend is selling his house. <laughs> oh, I love this so much. <laughs> by the way, this is going step by step with a book I'm reading called Action. Nothing happens till something moves. This guy says, I have 10 rules that I teach everyone. And it's this. Number one, ask. Number two, ask again. Number three, ask again. Four, <laughs> ask again. Five, ask again. And he just says the power of asking. You would have never known about, duh, my boyfriend. You would have never known about that had you not taken the couple seconds to say, hey, do you happen to know someone that is wanting to sell their house? I absolutely love how simple this is. And so talk us through it. So she says, duh, my boyfriend. And let's let's kind of go through it. So, yeah. So she says, yeah, duh, my boyfriend. And I, I believe the, the call had come in probably – three or four o'clock ish. And she said, you know, he doesn't get off to work, you know, of work till seven. Uh, you know, 
could you go take a look at his house then? And I was like, yeah. So I went, so I took a look. Did sound like motivated at the point <laughs> or were you still thinking, oh, I don't know if this is retail or was she already well, saying things that kind of already intrigued you? Like, hey, this actually could be something. Yeah. She said, because, you know, uh, last year we had a, a really big storm here in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I say every year. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but you know, more specifically, it, it you know, had caused tons of damage and kind of west of Dallas and it, I guess his house was one of the one that was affected and she said and this was this call was you know like I said uh, maybe a week or so uh, after that storm and she said well that storm knocked a big hole in his roof um, and so now he has like a big piece of sheetrock that's laying in his living room and I, I think he wants to I think he wants to sell his house so the distress of, you know, the, the repairs was kind of what prompted me to be like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Keep talking and let, you know, let's, let's keep going. Let's, let's investigate this further. And, and that's what I did, man. I showed up to the house and it was in need of a ton of repairs. Um, essentially the guy, the guy didn't even live there anymore. He lived with his girlfriend. And was and, this vacant uh, then? Or no. he rented out or no. he had his teenage kid, I guess who had just graduated high school or something. He was staying there. Oh, but geez. yeah, it was it was I mean, it was completely destroyed. Wow. Wow. But suitable yeah. for someone to live in <laughs> conveniently. <laughs> yeah. So at that point, you know, he said we, we kind of did the whole dance dance routine and uh and he said you know i i do have uh i do owe taxes uh, this year's taxes on it and he had taken out a kind of a title loan on it and he said basically you know if you give me fifty thousand dollars for the house it's yours okay so just so i can kind of understand what i'm looking at if this sounds like a deal or not what are we talking when you say like after repair value when the home is all fixed up what was this home going to be worth uh arv was 170 wow okay so in enough distress in enough and and him motivated enough that he's like i can't deal with this there's holes in my roof there's sheetrock on the on the floor it's really shouldn't be living in but i have my son in here temporarily and <laughs> He's like, hey, I owe taxes, but if I got 50 grand, I'm ready to move out. That's that's about it. That's a motivated seller. And that kind of margin between what you can get it for and what you can sell it for after it's fixed up is plenty of space, plenty of room. So you put it under contract and then from there, you're able to to move this property to was it just like a, a cash buyer, another investor? Did maybe brother and dad get a shot at this one, or is this no? <laughs> yeah, actually, they did get a oh, shot did, at this. So they got yeah. a shot, but did they actually get a shot and no, say, uh, no, we no, want no, it? No. They, they did not pull the trigger until, okay. you know, they actually, I actually had already sold it. But I mean, you know, like I said, the, the house, you know, here in, in Texas, we have a lot of, uh, you know, foundation issues. So the house had foundation issues. Uh, obviously, it had roof issues, and the air conditioner didn't work. And obviously, here in Texas, man, that's dude. Yeah. That's yeah. That's uh, that's bad news. So sure. the Holy Trinity is kind of what we call it. So we, uh, you know, obviously it required a ton of repairs, and I ended up getting it sold for seventy six thousand. 
So dollars yeah. to a cash buyer. Hold on <laughs> one second, my man. Hold on. <laughs> okay, so you pick it up, put it under contract fifty. You're able to move this to a cash buyer. Cash buyer buys it for seventy six, and a full on net. 26 i have to count my math but you're an accountant so you can correct it up, me count it up Twenty-six thousand yeah, no, dollars on one wholesale deal that's correct holy smokes okay so with that what like what are you thinking this is your biggest deal what does a typical deal look like when you're saying okay this was my biggest deal by huge margins or are we talking no oh, i do some deals around there but this was my biggest the closest one to that that I had done before. And, and I mean, I guess typical here in, 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 in Dallas, uh, the Dallas area, it's about 12000 10 to $12,000. I had the closest one to it was 14000 So, yeah, basically another a whole nother wholesale deal that I got for free. Wow, my man, that is absolutely awesome. So to kind of make it, where people can kind of see what can wholesaling do for them. If we were talking an average of, let's just say for easy numbers, because I'm not the accountant, <laughs> is $10,000 <laughs> and let's say 15 to 20 deals that you've done, anywhere from $150 to $200,000 that you've been able to do part-time as you satisfy corporate America with, with your full-time job, but then what do you? What does that look like when you're saying, okay, but wholesaling, I end up putting about this many hours a week into it. As far as like actual, like from contract to you know to contract basically or to closing, I don't know. I, I would I would assume I'm putting in about two hours. Two hours per contract, but I mean in general, how much you spend on the phone, everything. Like if you said, yeah, hey, I spend about ten hours a week, fifteen hours a week, five hours. What does that look like? Maybe about. Probably be looking at about four, like four hours a day, something like that. Four hours a day. My man, that is absolutely <laughs> phenomenal because you tie that into what kind of money you can make. Now, granted, there's some expenses in there, absolutely. but that's a heck of an hourly wage that is amazing on top of, like you said, you've already got a great job full time. Now, is this something that you continue love doing on the side is this something that you love doing as like a hobby or is this something that you ultimately want to switch over full-time to doing yeah the goal is to go full-time and although i do enjoy what i do and and all that kind of good stuff just just the opportunity cost is is pretty high because obviously if i'm doing you know this many deals with only four hours you know a day into it i could only imagine what i can do with you know, eight hours or, you know, whatever, focusing most of my time into it and getting those results. So it's incredible, my man. That's absolutely incredible. Thank you. Thank you. With that being said, give us some kind of parting words of advice. If you were to look back and you said, Hey, if it was January, 2015 today, what would you have done differently? Or what was something that you would say, Hey, I would make sure I'd done this the same. I'm definitely, I would hire a mentor. I mean, that's just, you know, I mean, it's brain dead to me now, obviously. But before it was kind of like, oh, you know, no, I'm going to, you know, they're teaching everything that, you know, I can find on, you know, online or whatever. But just to have someone work with you and kind of lead you and guide you a little bit. And and you guys, obviously, wow, just 
you guys are like, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, it just you feel like, you know, you have somebody who has your back. And when you're new and you're kind of going into uncharted territory, you really need somebody to kind of push you forward and get you to do things that you might not be comfortable with otherwise. So definitely, definitely step one, hire a mentor. I love it. So the key words, by the way, Randall Nation, when you're listening to this, pick a mentor, pick one that you go well with, you mesh with, same mentality, same mindset. Someone's going to push you. Someone's going to hold you accountable. Renee explained even before the tribe, he had someone that kind of led him the right direction that at least got him to two deals. And had he done that earlier, maybe it wouldn't have been such a net loss. (laughs) And then ultimately joined the tribe and he took it to another level. So Find a mentor, 100% agree with you, but the key word I love that you said, someone that holds you uncomfortable, like accountable and keeps you uncomfortable, and I can tell you without fail, success is always on the other side of comfort. If you're comfort, you're not growing, you're not succeeding, you've got to get uncomfortable and be okay with being uncomfortable. I can tell you right now, and maybe I won't even answer for you, how easy has this road been? I can't believe, I bet it's been nothing but smiles and roses, has it? (laughs) yeah uh no not at all (laughs) not at all it's not it's not an easy easy road is it a comfortable road not a comfortable road no absolutely a comfortable road but would you say there's a lot of success that you have felt and experienced and accomplished by being uncomfortable yeah absolutely Uh, i'm I'm a i'm a completely from then from you know january 2015 to now a completely different person just from, you know, just the learnings and and everything that I've learned from you guys and, and, and obviously some, some books here and there that the tribe recommends, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's night and day. Love it, my man. So now let's go to the book, a parting book. If you said, Hey, this is the one book I would tell you to read today. What is that book? Oh man. Uh, one, Man, give me, give me two. Give me two, Cody. Okay, just because it is you, <laughs> we are going right. to give you two books. Oh, man. Thank you so much. So one for sure is The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. Um, Tribe favorite. Yeah, for sure. That, you know, once you, you kind of adopt the teachings in that book, you're set. Your path is set. And then the other one I'm going to say is Compound Effect by Dan Hardy. I absolutely love that book. I buy 15 of those, by the way, 15 of those every single year, and I give them out to people throughout the year because I love the compound effects so much. So that book, absolutely couldn't agree more. What is it that you love about the compound effect? The teaching is is basically, you know, you don't have to do major, you know, huge leaps and bounds. It's like, you know, as long as you're doing little, a little bit at a time and the consistency, yep. yeah, consistency is, is kind of the, the key ingredient to success. So definitely, definitely one of the, uh, one of the top, top ones here in the Martinez household. <laughs> I love it. So We will be seeing you because I know you've already booked a flight here coming quickly in April, April 27th through 29th. I'm telling you, this is going to be an awesome event, and I'm excited that you've already booked to come to that event. It's going to be awesome to see you in person again, so I'm actually excited to maybe go to a a movie that you like this time because I guess you just don't like the movies I choose next last time when I was in in (laughs) Texas with you guys. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We'll we'll leave that off air. That's that's our story. (laughs) 
hey, no, let, let's talk about this, man. Come on, you have some. We're gonna pick some good ones this time. We'll pick some good right. ones. I won't let you. What did we watch? What was it? Something with Ben Affleck, and you're like Ben Affleck. We're not watching that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think it was the was it no, Batman? Actually, I, what was it? Yeah, the bat. Uh, it was Batman, or I think it was like the accountant, wasn't it? Oh, it was. It was. It was. And you just hated it so bad because. Of the whole fact that uh, you just didn't like him as an actor. So we'll pick out something good for Salt Lake. But regardless, thank you for your time and thank you for sharing because I can tell you a lot of times there's a lot of people that listen to the podcast that are new or people that are in the same boat that they're there with corporate America, but they're trying to find a way to do this on the side. And when you share your story, it lets people understand, hey, there's still a way to do this. couple hours a day. And you're able to still generate some great income doing wholesaling. And ultimately, it's going to lead you to a full-time wholesaler, which is absolutely awesome. I don't know how many deals your dad's going to get, but that's not my problem. It sounds like (laughs) it's yours. But uh, thank you so much for joining us and sharing those value bombs for us today on, on how people can do this nationwide, implementing a simple thing. And that is get on the phone. And if they're not interested, it's okay. Take 10 more seconds and say, hey, do you happen to know anyone else that is looking to sell? Because that right there could have been a $26,000 mistake had you not asked that question. And I love it. Bam. Bam is my man. Okay, so we will see you in Salt Lake. And thank you for joining us today. Yes, sir. Can't wait to see you. Thank you for having me, Cody. Awesome, awesome. Rhino Nation. This has been another episode here on Wholesaling Inc. I'm excited to have shared time with Renee Martinez. It's been awesome just watching this guy grow his wholesaling business and doing it on the side, which is pretty dang impressive. Also talking about that Salt Lake event, April 27th through the 29th here in Salt Lake City, Utah. If that's something you're interested in coming to, I will tell you this will be the number one wholesaling event in this 2017 year, go to wholesalingsummit2017.com. Go there and you can learn more about what's going to go on at that summit, who's going to be speaking, and it'll give you kind of the event location and all that fun stuff. Now, mind you, this is only for tribe members. So calling all rhinos, if you have not RSVP'd, get on that website ASAP and book your seat. There's only 200 seats and we're more than halfway full. We have very limited seating left. So get in there and RSVP. If you're not part of the tribe and it's something you're interested in doing, you can go to that website as well and book a call with our team. And if we like what you have to say, we just might invite you to be part of the tribe. Until next time, take care, Rhino Nation. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.